Hello, Everton Juicer here. Um, looking ahead to Everton's game week fixture against Norwich. Um, I would say obvious injury news is, is but everyone already knows, uh, Calvert-Lewin will not be available for this game week. Um, Richarlison, verdict still out. Uh, but the big, I guess, injury news is it looked like um, Luca Dina came off with about 5-10 minutes to go against QPR in our magnificent penalty defeat in the League Cup. Um, so I'm not sure he will be available, which, which for FPL terms will affect quite a lot of players. Um, in terms of this particular game, home against Norwich, uh, you'd think um, it should be a, a banker home win. Um, but uh, it looks like the, the wheels have come off the raffle wagon uh, a little bit. We capitulated against Villa, uh, were awful against QPR at times. Um, however, I still think Damari Gray is an exceptional option at his price point, especially given the fact that DCL and Richarlison may not be available. Uh, if we are to get the home win, I think we will. Um, I think he will be involved with the goals. So... He's a definite option, um, a very left field potential captaincy option as well, actually. Um, I predict we will win. I think we have to win. Otherwise, the heat is really going to be on Rafa. Uh, so I will go with a home 3-1 win. And I believe Damari Gray will score a brace and Solomon Rondon will get his first goal for the club. Uh, all right. That's Everton's game week. Peace. Hello, everyone. Uh, FPL Foxy checking in for game week six. Um, Leicester very unlucky against Brighton last week. Uh, two goals disallowed by VAR. Very controversial penalty, which probably shouldn't have been given against us because best goals bad in the build-up. I think at least one of the goals should have stood. I think on both very marginal. So lost 2-1, predicted a 2-2, and probably with a bit of luck we would have got that 2-2. Um, yeah, poor, sloppy goals give away, really. Uh, set piece and a dodgy pen, but uh, other than that, we didn't really concede too many chances. Probably would have won on next year if our goals didn't get disallowed. So positive signs there. Luckman looked really good. He scored last night in the Cup. Ian actually scored in the Cup last night as well. I'd like to see them come in, but I don't think they will. Um, probably a 4-5-1 uh, again. Michael in goal, Bertrand, Castagne, Soonchu, and Arnold Escard and Evans, and then Ricardo at right back. Indeedy and Tielemans, probably Madison in centre attack in mid. Uh, Barnes and Perez on the weakest body up top. I'd like Lookman to come in for Perez and Inacho to come in for Madison, but I just can't see uh, Brendan doing it just yet. If he does, I think they'd obviously both be great value. Inacho's had a few price drops, and Lookman is only 6 mil and looks really direct. And yeah, he's been positive in both both his appearances so far and looks good against Napoli. So yeah, he's one to watch. Um, in terms of you know the captains and the differentials, Ricardo's still definitely the differential. Um, two assists this season. If we can start getting clean sheets. He'll be great with the fixtures we've got. And the captain option is always Vardy. Second in the anytime returns and anytime goal scorer odds this week. So um, the bookies fancy him to get a return. And yeah, he's been getting his XG up and finishing finishing really well with his chances this season. So yeah, another goal against Brighton. Um, I think Leicester will win. I think we've uh, got something to prove this week and we'll bounce back with a 3-1 win against Burnley.
Hello again FPL Juice fans and welcome to another Watford Juicer video from me, FPL Yellow Army, found on Twitter at RobertoHollis9. Your latest news for the upcoming fixture this game week 6. We're playing Newcastle at home at the Vic and the good news is we're back to scoring goals and the Sardennis partnership is back in full flow. And Feminia returned from injury and Tufan looks like he's getting up to speed. The bad news is Kiko Feminia also went off injured in that Norwich game and we got knocked out of the cup by Stoke. So other than Kiko and Tufan, we're pretty much playing a full-strength squad once again, once Seerat has regained confidence and when Pedro has got the match fitness. Now, Foster looks sturdy versus Norwich. There's an argument to say he starts once again this week, but it's a very 50-50 call with him and Backman because Backman's just not been on the best of form recently. Ismail Assar has risen by 0.1 to 6.1 million. Cathcart and Cleverly played that Norwich game to give us a bit of experience in a six-pointer, but... They're not going to be starters for all season. And also, we have to be patient with Imran Luaza, who's just not betting in at the moment. Messina dropped to 4.4 million, with Rose starting ahead of him. Um, and Semmer down to 5.3 after only 17 minutes played. And Rose has dropped to 4.3, um, did get a yellow card in that game. And Luaza down to 5.3. So players to watch out for this week. Either Ismail Assar and Newcastle have conceded three penalties in the first five games. And Ismailo is your pen taker. And the big guy to watch out for, though, is Emmanuel Dennis. He's back in the goals, back in the backflips, and still looking very much alive. His strike partner, King, looked really good against Norwich with great awareness. But Dennis, you can hang your hat on to score a bullet header. He's a menace for opposition defences. They've conceded 2.6 goals a game, Newcastle. And Watford hit three for the first time uh, away from home. Backman makes the save points. Foster makes the save points. I'm backing with a 3-1 Watford win with goals from Dennis Saar and King, and a St. Maximan goal. Hi there, this is Mo. I'm going to give you a quick roundup of all things LFC with regards to FPL. Last result, we beat Crystal Palace 3-0. Lovely clean sheet. Having said that, we didn't have Trent to get them lovely points, <laughs> so that, that wasn't great. Um, 3-0 sounds comfortable, but Palace made it difficult. Um, Salah delivered the points, so I'm sure we're all happy. I'm assuming most of you made Salah captain, right? Yeah. Um, two talking points I can think of right now regarding LFC. Uh, one is Jota. Why is he a talking point? Well, basically, Firmino is back in training. We know he's been out for a couple of weeks with a hamstring injury, uh, but he's back. He's back in uh, light trading. We expect to see him soon. Does Jota get the Brentford game? I think yes. Whether it's 90 minutes, and I'm not just saying because of Firmino, it could be Origi, it could be someone else, but he should start the game and I'm assuming he gets at least 70 minutes. Um, Firmino after that is more than likely going to come into contention and hence the rotation and hence we can see fire sell on Jota and Lord will be selling him off. The next talking point, if we're selling Jota, how about what's the alternative Liverpool triple up? Now... I wouldn't go Mane, obviously it's too expensive, not Firmino, not Jota, Salah is a must-have. So it's going to be at the defence. We know Trent, I think everyone owns him. Who's the other defender that we can go with? Robbo's the other guy that who can get loads of points, obviously very similar to, to Trent with bombing down. Takes some takes corners, takes some set pieces and can get points. But Van Dyke is looking real good, he looks like he's going to be the main guy again. He's, he's, he's regaining fitness week by week. But he's a bit more expensive. If you wanted the cheaper option, Matic looks looks to be the right one. 
He didn't play the last game, he got a rest as well, but I'm assuming he's back in this week and he's been outstanding this season. It looks to me that Klopp favours the Matip-Van Dijk partnership. But having said that, I didn't expect Milner, Simicus and, you know, that makeshift back four we played this weekend. If I had to choose the triple up, I think I'd go for Matip and save the money. If you've got the money, then go Van Dijk. More than likely, you'll get a couple of uh, goals or assists as he's such a threat in the box. So they're the two Liverpool talking points. On that note, I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Good morning, guys. My name is Ray Qureshi and I am the Arsenal juicer for the FPL Juice. A bit of a review on the last game, so uh, delighted that we got the win against Burnley, uh, especially at such a tough place where they need to be physical. I thought we... uh, stepped up to that extremely well. Um, very impressed with Martin Erdegaard, someone that I've been uh, advocating quite a bit the last couple of weeks. I think he's starting to find his feet a little bit and uh, if you uh, transition it to FPL, I think someone we should really keep an eye out on, especially at five and a half million pounds. So uh, definitely a player that I feel like we should look at. And that goes to straight ways really into our next game versus Tottenham. North London derby, always very tough. Um, I think, uh, if I, if, if I were to give a score right now, I think 1-1 is pretty fair score because despite the fact Spurs are kind of struggling really offensively, you just can't discount the likes of Kane and Son who are just world class. So that's personally what I feel in regards to injuring you. So we've almost got a clean bit of health. Unfortunately, Kieran Tini, he's, he's just, he's made a glass, you know, he's a talented player, but he just can't put two or three games together. 75% at the moment, possible return. Granite Chaka is actually back as well, and uh, a lot of Arsenal fans might switch off if they're watching this, but I'd actually start him against Spurs, because when he plays with Tom's party, looks a completely different player. Uh, so yeah, those are what my thoughts are really. Uh, a player to look out for, I believe, is Martin Odegaard once again. Uh, I think he's going to be central to everything we do offensively. So uh, I certainly feel like um, if we are going to create, it's going to be through him. So that's the player I'd really back. I wouldn't advocate captaining, but I think Erdegaard is someone to watch out for. All right, cheers, take care. Hello everyone, my name is Stephen or FPL Eze and I am the Crystal Palace juicer. Now this week, Crystal Palace have a huge fixture against Brighton. Big rivalry, always a huge game. It's on Monday Night Football, which will even add to the occasion. And it's going to be a huge game for both teams. So let's get into what's going to happen. So on the injuries front from Palace, no new injuries. Uh, no one coming back as such of yet. Eze was back jogging in light training, which is great news. But I think it will still be a couple of weeks before we see him. So nothing too much to report there. Similar story with price rises with Liverpool at the weekend. Not too many buying or selling Palace players. So um, nothing too much to report there. Players to watch. It has to be the man behind me. He absolutely loves a derby against Brighton. You can ask Brighton fans. He always scores against them. He loves a big occasion against Brighton. So definitely watch out for Zaha. Also for Edward. I think again when he came on against Liverpool he looked really bright. And I'm expecting him to get a start as Vieira likes to... Hopefully, he'll go at this game. I remember the Palace-Brighton fixture last season. Brighton dominated the game. Palace, I think, had one shot and scored it, and we won the game. But I don't think it'll be a different game this year. I think Vieira will want to go for it, and he'll want to put on a big performance. So, Zaha and Edouard, I think, will be good options this week. Prediction, tough one. It's a big game. Brighton have started the season really well in the top four. 
but it's a derby. Anything can happen. I think it'll be a big game. I can see a draw, maybe a score draw or one all. But if Palace do nick it, obviously I'd be absolutely over the moon with that. But yeah, final thought, big game for Palace, big game for Brighton. Going to be a good one. Tune in on Monday Night Football. Let's hope Palace get over the line from my side. But yeah, hopefully a good entertaining game as both teams now like to play a bit. So yeah, Zaha hopefully and we'll see. Cheers, guys. Hello FPL Juice fans and welcome to another Aston Villa Game Week preview. This week we're previewing Game Week 6. It's Manchester United away. Uh, a huge game for Villa. We had a tough run of fixtures but we uh, we played really well last week with a 3-0 victory against Everton. They were depleted but feeling a lot more positive. We've just lost to Chelsea in the League Cup but a really good performance by some of the, the more fringe players. So feeling a lot more positive. It's all coming together. Um, in terms of injuries, we don't really have any major ones. Uh, Leon Bailey is probably the only major player that's, that's out injured. Um, he came on last week and did really well, changed the game, forced an own goal and scored a goal himself. Unfortunately, came off injured and he's not expected to be back at the weekend. He's definitely one to look out for for the future, but I think it's a bit too early to be get, getting him in your teams now. Um, in terms of price rises and falls over the week, um, Buendia and Ings both fell by 0.1 which is kind of expected, but you know, Danny Ings has got four returns in five games. We've got tough fixtures. When we come out of that fixture run, I think he might be someone to jump back on. You know, if players like Bamford, uh, Antonio kind of drop off the pace, um, if DCL is still out injured, Ings is still a, is still a good one to get. Um, players to watch, well, like I said, if he starts, Bailey is a, is a good player. I think he looks really explosive. He looks really impressive. He might be a good differential coming forward. However, I think it's a little bit early because, like I said, he came off injured. He might not play the game. Um, the other ones, of course, are Ings, like I've just mentioned, and also Ollie Watkins. He wasn't as impressive against Everton as he was against um, Chelsea the week before. And I don't think him and Ings have quite struck up a partnership yet, but he still looks really lively and really sharp. So, um, yeah, he's, a, he's one to watch for the future. In terms of captain choices, I can't really recommend a Villa player to captain against Man United. Um, to be honest, I would captain Ronaldo if I were you because he scored more goals against Aston Villa than any other club. He's obviously in a great run of form and I just can't see us keeping him keeping him out this week. So he'd be my shout for captain even though he doesn't play for Villa. And score predictions, I think we'll probably lose this one but I think we'll put up a good fight. So I'll go for 2-1 Man United with uh, that man Danny Ings getting our goal. Um, our final thought for me is we're playing a lot better. Villa are improving. You know, I've been pretty negative this season. We started off the season poorly, but I said it would take us a while to get going. Since Greenish left, I think it's all coming together. So once our fixtures turn good again, I think we're going to be a team to watch. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that preview. I'll see you again next week. Hello, everyone. My name is Sean, also known as at FPL underscore Warno. This is your Manchester United juicer. Reporting for duty, Ronaldo for captain. What more else, what else do I have to say, really? I can see us lining up pretty defensively solid, just like we did last week, but having to concede a deflected goal. Yes, we also conceded a penalty, but we're not going to do that every week, especially with the fact there wasn't even a foul as a handball. Not that I'm arguing it was a pen. We should have last week got pens ourselves. Ronaldo should have got two. Ronaldo would have absolutely hauled huge. Even if he wasn't on the pens, he won both of them. I think there were two Stonewall pens. Anyway, I'm going to stop ranting about next week, last week. This week, Villa at home. Home advantage is a real thing. Teams are scoring, on average, 1.6 goals per game at home this season, which is well above 
last year, which was something like a 1.3 something. Definitely worth choosing captains for teams that are playing at home. I think United, like United at Old Trafford, Ronaldo four goals in three games, XG of like 3.2 in the Premier League. And oh, how can you argue against it? It's Cristiano Ronaldo. He shoots on sight. He shoots on target. He's all you want in a fantasy asset. I can also see Greenwood starting. He's he's rested tonight. I can see um, Bruno and Pogba also starting. I can see Pogba still in that left mid role with Scott and Fred in midfield. Luke Shaw, Varane, Maguire and um, also Aaron Wan-Bissaka with De Gea in net. That's how I'd expect us to line up. I can see it being a 2-0, although Villa's team has has a bit of strength on, on the attack with Danny Ings and Watkins. But I think we've got enough to keep them quiet, especially with Varane now at the back. He looks so darn solid. But yeah... It's got to be Ronaldo for captain. I don't know who else you've really put it on. Brentford, surprisingly, looked pretty solid at the back. I wasn't expecting that at the start of the season. Um, so I wouldn't be going Salah myself. Um, Lukaku, not really fast. It's got to be Ronaldo this week. I'm sorry. It just has to. How could you... If someone could put a decent argument in the comments, or tag me on Twitter, let's have, an, let's have a row. Ronaldo is the best captaincy shout this week. Don't overthink it. And I hate that phrase, but you just can't. The bloke has had like seven shots in the box last week. Unbelievable. Anyway, I'm going to stop giving you Ronaldo propaganda. Do it. I believe in you. But I have the job this week of signing out. So something that we missed out on a little bit last week was someone actually going, thank you very much for tuning in and watching. I know you've had to wait the whole video to deal with the Manchester United news and for me to just go Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. However, we do appreciate all of you tuning in. Let us know in the comments or let us know on Twitter whether you like this new format of like information that we're giving you via the juices. We think it works pretty well with like two minutes snippets gets you all the information you could possibly need gets you to see different faces really quickly gets you to meet all the team all of it really nice and simple decent layout what's not to love let us know in the comments boys alive tuesdays at eight and then there's juice bar that comes on afterwards now with maybe like two or three of us juices swinging in and just having a chat with nick and ash in a bit more of an informal kind of way but yeah appreciate everyone that is supporting the channel recently keep it up Ronaldo for captain. Adios.